Gabby, the founder of Good Business, the online membership for female founders, freelancers, and women who want to start a business. Welcome to the Good Business Conversations podcast, where we'll be following the journeys of six of our members as they grow their businesses, sharing the highs and lows and real-time decision-making. This week, I am catching up with Stacey, and we talk about the meaning of success, as well as how important it is to be kind to yourself as a business owner. Enjoy! Hi, Stacey. Welcome back to the podcast. How are you? Good morning. I've just been saying I'm like a ray of sunshine this morning because I feel feel good. I feel better for the first time. So I'm just like, I've rang about 20 people this morning. I'm like, good morning. I'm healthy again. Speak to me. So yeah, I'm in a really good mood today, which is good. Yeah, because you've been poorly, haven't you? So the dreaded Rona. Not being good. Not being good. Catches up with you in the end. <laughs> yeah um so what have the last well let's put it it's been a bit longer because we had to put it off for a week so what what's the last like eight nine weeks been like for you Stacey what have you been up to god to be fair like I said I've not been well so I feel like it's like clouded over most of what I've done mm-hmm. and I had two weeks off at Christmas so I did the whole no waking of Christmas no one believed I'd do it like no I genuinely everyone thought I would be like back to work and work but I genuinely didn't um I answered the odd email here and there but yeah I had the whole two weeks off and then I was only back two weeks and then I got sick so I feel like it's been a bit of a blur yeah over the past sort of few weeks with Christmas and you know being out of action and stuff but I'm ready to refocus again now which is which is good yeah I mean you feel like that but if you actually look at everything that you've done in those like weeks it's a lot like obviously I've been following you and seeing what's been going on and you know you've released so much so many new products and you've done loads yeah. of stuff so yeah <laughs> you've still had a good a good in yeah I um, think so I think yeah we've done lots of stuff but you just forget about it don't you when you because you're yeah. so used to being so working all the time and then when you have some time off you're like oh my god all I can concentrate on is the time I've had off and not all the time that I've been in work and knocking stuff out the park so yeah good point how was your time off over Christmas then oh, it was really really nice like I just completely switched off and what was really nice is that the business didn't fall through the floor like nothing disastrous happened and um, people still got orders we still had business and I think that gave me a little bit more confidence in the fact that I do not need to be so tightly holding the reins on my business all of the time it's, it's an online business so yeah my, my business is different to some people's if you were a face-to-face business or you were a service-based business where you were doing things that's a little bit different but my business c- can run with minimal input mm-hmm. which is great and was the point of me wanting an, on, an online business was because I want that flexibility to do that so yeah it was really nice to just like let go of the range just let it plod along doing its own thing over the over the two weeks and I just really enjoyed just doing what I wanted to do for a change and not going oh can we wait and do this we'll have to just do this first or you know having to sit down and do content creation and and stuff like that we just got to really really enjoy the Christmas periods without um having to squeeze in time for work as well so I didn't have that mum guilt of like 
leaving him to do to do his own thing so I can work. He just had like, like full on attention for two weeks, which I don't think he really wanted to be fair. <laughs> He's not that interested in me anymore, but he got it whether he liked it or not. He was just wanted to go and play on his PlayStation. And I'm like, come play a board game. Let's do this. Let's watch a movie. And he sometimes he'd say to me, Mum, would you be really sad if I said no? And I'd be like, no, I wouldn't be sad. But really I was. I was just like, come on, play with me. I've got time off. I want to play. And he was just not really that interested. But yeah, it was fun for me anyway. He was a bit he was a bit smothered by mum giving him 100% attention for two whole weeks. <laughs> I bet that feels good to know that you can take the time off and, and know that things will still be all right. Like that's definitely what I came away from my time off feeling as well. Like I thought, because obviously I am service-based, so I kind of felt like, oh my God, if I leave everyone to it for a couple of weeks, are they going to realise that they don't need me and that it's like, crap and you know all of that stuff but then when I was like when I did it and everything was fine and everyone was fine and I was like oh okay I can do that again then yeah nothing do you know what what's funny is it's like this um not in a negative way but it's just that thing of your own self-importance like I'm like I'm pivotal to this business and then I was like okay maybe I'm not as pivotal as a thought like my business which is which is like, it rains positively on yourself because you've obviously set up, both of us, a business that can run sufficiently without major input from yourself. But yeah, it was like, okay, maybe I'm not so important as I thought. And my business can sort of plod along without me. Obviously for growth, you need some input. Yeah. But, you know, you know, you can put those periods of time away, which was good because then when obviously I wasn't well, I didn't have that pressure because I already knew from Christmas that I was going to, the business would be fine without me, you know doing everything so yeah um I'm glad I've got to thank you for that though Gabby because I don't think I'd have I had the balls to take two weeks off only you were like right I'm taking two weeks off and I was like what with Gabby's having two weeks off I'm gonna have two weeks off and I was like best thing ever so now I just feel way more confident in in the business that I've set up here in that it can it can run without hands-on 24-7 well that's good what a positive positive thing to learn um, what about lows um, in the last six, well, in the last eight, nine weeks? Have you had any lows? Um, well, obviously getting sick wasn't great. Um, my little one called COVID, he then spread it to me. And it that, that was hard because as a mum, you want to be there to take care of them. But I was so sick myself that I couldn't always, you know, do all the stuff that I wanted to do for him. Do you know what I mean? And getting off out of bed was like the most exhausting thing in the world so that was quite tough but it wasn't awful and I know I didn't have it as bad as so many people so there is a positive spin on that and it's over and done with now and as I said I'm feeling really good today um I hope that lasts the whole day but yeah um outside of that again customs and my god head blown off border force like I feel like I'm in some like sort of you know like one of them tv shows like I used to watch them, Border Force, and like all these people getting the product seized and stuff. And, and I'm like living Border Force at the minute. Like I'm living those TV shows and it's just excruciating because you can't just ring. There's no phone number to just go, hello, can I speak to someone and like sort this issue out? There's no way to get in touch with these people at Border Force. And you sort of use them FedEx as a middleman who are also useless and never answer their emails and never sort of get back to you with anything. So you're just in this like limbo of like, so the kind of sent us half of our products we had a we had an order coming through with five huge boxes of products coming so they've sent us three and they're faffing about with these other two um 
and we're really running low on stock so that's like it's given me like two o'clock this morning I was like what am I going to put in this letter so that they'll give us our products back and you know it's just it's tough it really is and I don't I feel like I've gone on about this so much but it's I don't think people understand like they think oh yeah you can just like I'm going to make my own product and I'm going to create this product and it's going to be wonderful and I'm going to work with this manufacturer and I'm going to work with this company and they're all going to send me and it's all going to be fine even once you're past all that stage of like deciding what's going in your product your product's finalized you've been and you know with designers and everything you've still got all this other stuff that you have to then know and they're like have you got the correct licenses and one person's telling you you don't need a license for this product and another person saying hmm but there's a class as food and then another person's like no no it's not food it's this and you're like you can't get a straight answer so it is it is really difficult for people obviously on the outside will only see oh we're making a new product and then like oh look the product's arrived it's lovely and the stress in between of just getting the product's been in the country now since january and still not in our hands so um and I don't even get me started on the tea. <laughs> They've had that since October. It's going to be like out of date by the time they actually give us it. But yeah, that's been that's been quite tough. And sometimes it is upsetting because, you know, we're only a small business. There's only me and it's me always dealing with all this. And at one point, you know, I was really, really ill with COVID, but I had to deal with FedEx and I was on the phone for an hour and a half. And when you can't breathe and you're trying to discuss with someone and I literally cried when I got off the phone because I was just exhausted. I was ill and I just wanted to be in bed. I didn't want to be on the phone to FedEx with them going, oh, we don't know what's going on. And we don't know why no one's been in touch with me. We don't know why no one's emailing you back. But yeah, so that was a really, a really crappy, but I'm trying to like, I feel like I've done this thing where every time someone asks me how I am, I tell them about this big negative situation and I feel like I'm making it worse because I'm just constantly feeding this. So this is the last time I'm going to talk about that. And I'm just focusing on the positive. We know we've got all the right paperwork in place. We know our products are as they labeled as they should be. We know everything's right. So it's just a matter of time and a bit of faffing with paperwork backwards and forwards until we get them to move themselves. So I've actually, I've had to just like tell myself that, like stop telling people, like not that we're hiding it or trying to like, cover it up but I feel like I'm just constantly talking about it because it's always this big cloud hanging over and I've just decided now it's going to be fine and you know it will it will it'll work through it'll work through in the end so yeah this is the last time you're going to hear me talk about border force customs and FedEx I swear I really hope so Stacey because I really just want you to get your products but it's like I've, I would never I've never even considered that that would be like such a big part of your day-to-day like you know making sure that you your stuff is going to get through customs and 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 get to yeah because yeah in, in a lot of businesses it's not even a factor is it you just oh it's just yeah I just literally order stuff for for we are girls anyway it arrives and then I sell it yeah. I, I envy you Gabby <laughs> when we didn't think about it because we wanted to work with the best company out there we didn't want to look at convenience we wanted to work with a company that was in line with us and this was the company for us to work for we love what they do we love how they grow their hemp we love everything about them but at that point of choosing that company I myself had a quick look online like can we bring this in the country is this okay yeah that's fine let's do it I didn't 
think beyond that and I didn't know what all these issues could actually come and <laughs> the other day uh, Border Force actually said to Lesshead it was like if we seize any more of your products you can go to prison for 17 years and I was like oh my god I'm gonna go to prison but you know I was being a bit melodramatic like obviously they're in their heads that I haven't got the right paperwork but in my head we've tried our best we can to make sure we've got the right paperwork so yeah it was a bit like I'm going to end up in prison from just like trying to run my business, which isn't good, but yeah, it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be fine. It's just, I think as well with Brexit, um, it's causing a lot of, although our, our business isn't affected hugely by Brexit, what's happening is the likes of border control customs are now massively overwhelmed because every product, that, every item that comes into the country from anywhere has now got to go through all these rigorous checks where it didn't used to happen. They could literally just push all the EU stuff through so simply. So now they are like massively overwhelmed and they're doing so many more checks on products. So it's it's causing, you know, a lot of issues for us. And we can't even ship international at the minute because I cannot for the life of me fathom out what paperwork I need to sell in which countries. So, you know, stuff like that, you don't when Brexit was going through, I was, I was sad about it, but I was like, oh, that's really sad. Like, it's going to affect a lot of companies, but I didn't think it would affect us. Like, it didn't cross my mind because I was like, well, we don't we don't trade with them. But now it's like, oh, if you want to sell products to Spain, you've got to have a VAT register there. And if you want to sell it to this place, you've got to register VAT there. And then it's just a whole other minefield. So, yeah, all those unfun bits of business that no one really wants to talk about of the things that have been like really pulling me down over the past few weeks but I've decided from today that's that's it over and done with we are moving on <laughs> good so six weeks ago um Stacey you said that you would be mid-launch of your new products which I think you are aren't you yeah they're all they're all going out and we've we've actually got all of our new products more or less finished now so we've just received our batch of our new supplements which are here and i'm absolutely loving although I, funny enough i started taking them yesterday and i feel better today so there you go i'm i'm, I'm loving them already um yeah our tea is in has been finalized so that's just now pulling um pulling things like packaging and labeling and stuff together we've been a bit spoiled really our, our company who we work with to manage our cvd literally holds our hand through the whole process and they're like here you go here's a great person to do this for you here's a great person who'll sort your packaging How, is this better so now we're working with a company they're a great company but they don't do the whole hands and they are basically just the manufacturer and they're like yeah, you need this and you need this. And I'm like, oh, where do I get it from? Tell me, <laughs> tell me where's the best place. And they're like, they're not used to working with people who need babysitting like me. And they're like, yeah, just just anywhere. Just like get your stuff and send it and we'll tell you whether it's going to be suitable for food processing. And I'm like, this is hard. Um, but yeah, that's, that's it's just pulling those last bits together um, on those projects. So yeah, I feel good. Our bookstore launched last night. Um, We've launched our satin pillowcases. We've launched, guys, I can't even remember some of the stuff we've got on there, our journals. Um, so, yeah, really, really pleased with, that is definitely a high um, of the past few weeks. Yeah. So how do you think the transition from being, like, mainly CBD, well, only CBD, to, um, like, a full-on wellness brand has been? Like, do you think that your customers are kind of, you know, are they are they happy with the the transition and how's it been? Yeah, um, 
I was always a little worried because, you know, it was a big change. It wasn't a huge change. It was a huge change to me behind the scenes, but I, I don't think outwardly, I think our message is still the same outwardly. However, um, I think it's just taken customers a little bit of a while to get us used to selling other products. They're, all, they're already used to us talking about wellness as an overall, because that's something we've done for the whole time we've been a CBD brand. But uh, with the new products, I think that's something that's taken a little bit of a while to settle in with the customers, to know we're getting a lot of our original customers who I can see checking out the products, not yet purchasing. So it's just sort of get, getting them used to buying them products from us at the minute. Um, is, is going to be the transition over to there. And I think outwardly, again, when we're talking about this from the outside, everyone's like, wow, it looks amazing. And, you know, we're getting loads of feedback and positivity. But on the on the other side, it's not like, it's not like those businesses you see online where it's like, oh my God, we've sold out and we've just sold 50,000 of our new product in, in three hours. We've never been like that as a business. I think and as a customer myself of other companies, when they launch something new, it takes me a little while to go, oh, okay, let me check that out. You know, see what they're talking about, see what their feedback is from other people before I'll go and purchase. So yeah, it's a, we're in it for the long game. Um, so yeah, we're, we're happy to do that. But yeah, I think it went well. I think customers are now starting to get used to us being this new sort of brand. Um, and in fact, our sales of CBD have actually gone up. And I think it's just because our new business plan is bringing people in and they might not be buying loads of the new products but then there there are new customers who are then going oh they sell cbd as well so yeah, yeah. i think it's I think it's going well I'm, I'm hoping to see some traction yeah i think the fact that you are not only doing cbd but other parts of wellness and that your website is kind of not just an e-commerce but it's a, like a hub and you've obviously got your facebook group that complements that as well i think it gives you more like reputability and also trust because your customers know that you know you're not you're not just a cbd brand like you literally encompass everything to do with wellness so it kind of i don't know it makes you seem a little, a little bit more legit and um what's the word like i can't think of the word but yeah just more more legit <laughs> more legit I like legit anyway it's a good one <laughs> it's a good it's a good but yeah the feedback has been amazing um and you know what I've just said might sound like we're a little bit disappointed with how it's gone which is not the case at all but I just wanted to really highlight to people there that I was one of these people when I looked online and I seen companies who pop not pop up overnight because I hate that but you know they're the first time I see them and they've only been going for three months and they're like well, look at all the packages we're sending out as a, a fellow business owner that was I was happy for them, but I was gutted for me because I was like, why don't we, every time we launch a product, have like 40, 50 orders within a night? Like, and I don't think, I think they are the exception. That's not the rule. That's not how a new launch usually goes. If you have those people who will initially buy, which we've had, who will trust us because they're a long time customer and they'll go, yeah, I know if Stacey's telling me this is going to be a good product, then it's going to be a good product. I'm willing to try it but other people take a little bit longer to come around to that. And that's okay. It was the same when we sold our CBD. We started out and it was just one or two people and it's slowly built up. But I like the way we've gone because we might have not got a load of people initially buying and we've slowly built up, but our customers are very loyal. Our retained customer rate is excellent. Really, we have a really good retained customer rate. So our products and the way we're selling them are obviously 
doing well and they're creating long-term customers rather just than just an influx of people buying and maybe never returning. So yeah, I just wanted to, we are really, really pleased with how it's gone and we can't wait to get the new products on there. But I just really wanted to highlight that if you're a business out there who isn't selling, doing sellouts every time they launch something, that's okay. And, you know, that's that's normal for the majority of business owners. It, it's a slow process of when you start doing something new for people to get on board and, and trust in it and and build up that sort of connection with the brand. So, um, so yeah, we are really pleased with how it's going. I'm really excited to get the last new products out there. Yeah. I think, in my opinion, like, slow is better because it allows you time to learn from, you know, your mistakes and and make things better. And, you know, if, if you kind of, I mean, there's nothing wrong with blowing up overnight. Obviously, that's what we all want. But in that in that instance, if, you, if that's your first experience of business and then that kind of dwindles off, like how do you deal with yeah. the sort of mentality of that? And also, you know, the mistakes that make that are made that everyone makes in like the first, you know, few months of their business are just amplified if you blow up and go massive. So I think it's I think it's the best way to to do it is slow and sustainable um and yeah like I mean that's how really know, agree on that yeah uh that's how you kind of learn isn't it and there's nothing wrong with that at all like you know as long as as long as you can you know say that you're putting everything into it then that's just yeah how it is like for most businesses it's slow yeah that's that's normal and we don't often see the normal online but yeah, I've made loads of mistakes, stupid mistakes. And, <laughs> you know, now I've learned from that, but it could have been a disaster had I had five, six, seven times more customers. You know, there's been times I've sent customers the wrong parcel. So I've got them mixed up, sent them the wrong parcel. Now, if you were to send someone the wrong, if you were to get the wrong order from a big company, they would say, right, return it to us and we'll send you a new one. But as a small business, I panicked and I was like, no, 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 I will send you the... The, the new one and then you send me the old one back did they send the old one back no they didn't so then they just kept both of the products blocked me um and it's not even the cost of the lost product but they're not going to buy again are they because they're not going to they're going to feel awkward because they know they've stole you know and these things like <laughs> these little things you learn do you know what I mean along the way and I feel like it could have been quite disastrous and stressful if that was on a bigger scale do you know what I mean these like you learn all these silly little things along the way and you're like, okay, that needs to change. And um, you're slowly getting feedback from customers on what's right and what's not. Um, you know, I wouldn't be, my company wouldn't be what it is today because if we blew up when we were a CBD retailer, I would have never thought of, of creating my own brand. But because I got to personally know each of my customers when I was a CBD retailer, they were feeding back to me all the time. Like, yeah, I love this, but I don't love this about it. And why is it so hard to do this? Or I don't understand that. And from that, I was be able to then go, okay, this is what's missing in the market. This is what we need to create. But if we have just like blew up and been doing like thousands of pounds per day as a CBD retailer, I wouldn't have been able to speak to all them customers. I wouldn't have learned this stuff along the way. And the same with changing into the brands we are now with, you know, being more wellness orientated and making sure that we are, in, we are including support for everyone on their wellness journey if we hadn't been able to personally get to know our customers along the way, we wouldn't have knew that's what they wanted because it would have been too big and too much and it wouldn't have been personal. So yeah, slow and steady wins the race is definitely, to make a long standing brand, I think, 
is is going to be a, a good thing yeah definitely awesome and um, the other thing that you said you wanted to have achieved uh, before we recorded this podcast was to be over the stress of delays and I think we've kind of already covered the, the you know that part, <laughs> that part yeah, of your life we're early. not going to talk about that but yeah I am I am over it like I know I've had a moment to you guys this morning but I just wanted to update you on it but I have looked sort, sort of turned that corner now and you know even my mum was like the other day how are you feeling and I was like I'm fine like I'm really not bothered like I'm not getting stressed about it anymore this it's like I'm over that I'll do what I can if if something goes wrong it goes wrong if it goes right it goes right it's all a lesson learned and yeah so yeah I think I've achieved that I'm over the stress of it the delays are still there but I'm I'm overstressed about it so that's always always a win yeah fab so Stacey where would you like to be in six weeks time when we record again (sighs) um let me so all the new products will be launched so we will have um our supplement range the beginning of that out and our matcha tea range which is amazing will be launched um yeah, I just want to be past, you know yourself, Gabby, when you're launching anything, it's quite a stressful, um, like the week in the run-up to launch, you're doing so many things, and I've been consistently launching every couple of weeks, so I'll, it'll be nice when all that's like out and live, and I can concentrate on, you know, building the customers up for that, so I'd like to have all them new new products launched, all my new automations done, you know I'm an automation lover, and I think I say this all the time. Anyone's like, what advice would you give people in business? And I'm like, automations, like anything you can automate in business, do it. Cause it takes such a big stress off you to know that they're on place, but you can't just automate and forget about it. It's got to be something that works and you've got, it's not working as well as it could be at the minute. And um, so, yeah, I need to reassess that and reevaluate and get all those automations up to date. Um, and yeah, we're working on a new project. So I would like to, be in full swing of getting that ready to go to launch. Um, really, really excited about it. I had about three or four businesses at the beginning of the year that I wanted to bring to light and I couldn't, none of them were like, I didn't know which one to go with. And we've we finally decided on which is going to be the next project. And I'm super excited about this, like beyond excited. I don't know whether I'm just excited because it's not CBD and it's going to be like so much easier than like what we've been through. Like, it, no one's going to be stopping it at customs you know it's, it's just going to be like smooth sailing I'm just going to be like living my best life with this product so yeah um I'd like to be in full swing of that because as I said with being sick and stuff we've we've I've had to like cancel a few meetings so we haven't really gone fully fledged with that but yeah I hope to be in the midst of of getting it up and running next time we speak <clears throat> What, what's made you want to start a new business? Because this is such a common thing with like people like us who have entrepreneurial spirit to have like, you know, not just one, but a couple, maybe three, like different businesses. So what do you think it is that's made you want to do that? I think, I don't even know. It's just this, it's, I think you either love doing it or you don't. So I think if you, people set a business up for one or two reasons. So like maybe you're into beauty or something and it's just like a natural progression rather than work for someone else you're going to work for yourself but I think when you set up a business like we've got where it's like you know you've had this idea and you've grew the idea and you've got like different parts of it your membership or your your products or, or whatever I think you really enjoy that part of business you it's something that I'm very very passionate about wellness and I'm very very passionate about CBD 
I love all of that stuff, but I also really love the the setting up of a business and I love getting my books out and I love doing the market research and, you know, coming up with ideas and branding and, you know, going, this is going to really work and looking at what gaps there is in the market. I love that as well. So once, although Plant Fire is still growing, that part of the business is starting to peter out where it's just like, we know what we're doing, you know, we're going to be launching new products periodically, but generally the business is just going to be running. And I'm like, okay, now I need something else. I need something to get my teeth into again that I'm like really excited about. And for me, it's not just about plucking something out of thin air. It's got to be something that really aligns with what I'm passionate about. So the subject about about, it's got to be passionate about it. But yeah, I just love, and I know you do as well, Gabby. I love all that business side of it. I love setting it up and I love you know, brainstorming. Like last night, I was just like writing all this stuff we need to do pre-launch. And I was just like, I love this. Like, I really do. And I think I've always been an entrepreneur, like my whole life. I've just not had a successful business, you know, along the way. But yeah, I've always like, someone mentioned something. It's like common knowledge. I'll go, my brain automatically starts. And I'm like, oh my God, you could do that with that. That's a great idea. And then you can add on to this. Like um, my friend, um, she lives over in Dubai. She's my best friend and I haven't seen her in two years nearly, which makes me sad, but because of COVID. But yeah, she um, she decided to start doing some freelance work as a fashion designer. As soon as she said that, my brain started going then and I'm like, Sam, do you know like there's such a gap in the market? Like you're so experienced, you've worked and headed up all this stuff like, you could teach people to do this. And I've got, I'm like, why don't you write an ebook? Like, why don't you write courses? And, you know, even if it's not my business, I'm fully invested whether they want that investment or not. It's just, that's just how my brain works. I'm constantly like, oh, what can you do with that? I love a good project. So yeah, I think I'm always going to be like that. And I'm always going to be like, what's next? What what can I achieve now? Where can, where can I go with this um, type of type of mindset I know you've got that mindset as well Gabby oh yeah definitely do you think there's any negatives to that though um you annoy people yeah. <laughs> well, I do because <laughs> the, the skates are open the mouth in case I try and make them set a business up but, um, um that I think they probably can be I think I can get a little bit too overexcited sometimes about new projects and I've probably only just learned this time around to go, okay, can I feasibly run two businesses right now? Can I give a new business the the time it needs and can I sufficiently keep this business running? And I spoke about this last time, I think, where I've reduced my working hours down with Plant Fire to three and a half hours. And I did that for the reason that if I cannot keep the business running, not only running, but growing, on three and a half hours per day, then I haven't got the time still to set up a new business. Like that's, it's not feasible. Um, so yeah, I've split my hours down. I've, I've made sure that I'm, everything's working, everything's automated and that I can achieve what we need to achieve with Plant Fire in that time. Um, but yeah, I think previously that's what what I've, I've missed out on is I haven't got me a business to a stage where I can go, okay, it needs minimal investment from me time-wise now and then move on it's always just been like way too busy about next projects before I've got to that stage on one so yeah I think I love being this way but yeah sometimes I do have to be reined back in and go okay is this project going to be okay if you now start getting excited about something else (laughs) yeah and I think that's the sensible thing to do 
to like reduce your hours on your current thing and see if, if you can cope that way because I mean the, the kind of phrase that comes to my mind is just because you can doesn't mean you should and I yeah. think whenever I'm thinking about something like when you've got that entrepreneurial spirit you'll think of something like oh there's a gap in the market there oh I could do that but I could I could definitely do that and then yeah well just because you can doesn't mean you should and I think my first business was something I mean obviously I'm really glad that I did it um I worked in children I had children's wear business and yeah I'm glad I did it and I learned a lot from it but I feel like that is one thing in my life that I should have been like just because you can doesn't mean you should because children children's wear is something that I am not passionate about at all um and I think that's why it didn't kind of ever take off in the way that it could have done if it was something I was passionate about I mean it did well but not brilliantly um and I think yeah that that's the question like just because you can doesn't mean you should that's what you should be telling me my new mantra now I'm gonna think that because when you've just been saying about Frankie said, I think a lot of the reasons that businesses haven't worked out well for me previously, they've not just like failed or been awful. I've just got like, I didn't have the passion for it. In my head, my why for running a business is to have more time, be more flexible and be comfortable. The businesses that I was always getting myself involved in were reliant on my time. So I was like baking or creating. So, And that was never going to feed into my why of running a business because it was always going to require my 100% of my time. Whereas when I fell into sort of e-commerce, I'm like, okay, this is, this is what I'm comfortable with. I can do it from anywhere. I, Mm -hmm. it doesn't require me to be there like on the phone or on the computer 24 seven when the business is open. So I have got to that. And someone did ask me, um, I met up with them for something else and they were like, looking to do a franchise of their business and it was a juice shop and they were like you should get involved and, and I was very proud of myself because me a few years ago would have been like yeah give me more info like I would have wanted in I would have thought it was great but I was like no that's not for me because I don't want a physical premises because at the end of the day I'm going on holiday tomorrow and two of my staff phone in sick I'm not going on holiday tomorrow because you can't just shut a shop you can't shut a physical shop and go on holiday you know that that's it with an online business, you can put a delay on post or say like, there's going to be a few days on delay on post or whatever. It's it's much easier to manage and having that confidence and building and knowing my limits, like you said, just because I could do it doesn't mean I should. I was just like, it's not for me. That isn't for me. And I think that's what has happened with the new project is I've really ruminated over whether there's something I'm really passionate about. And the more I've gone on about it, the more excited and passionate I am about the project. So I'm like, yeah, I'm totally in on that level. Can I physically do it? time-wise the answer was no so I was like how can I make it work if I have a business partner who's able to split the jobs yeah I could manage it then because I could manage doing half of that business within the time so it was all it was it was a bit more carefully thought out this time I think I think I was a lot more sensible with it rather than just running in with excitement as on a new project going yay something new to get my like teeth into I was like okay is it something I'm going to be interested in on a long-term basis am I going to be able to do it time-wise and does it still feed into my values and my why of running a business and when it ticked all the boxes I was like yay let's go so yeah I'm excited to to move forward with that and have these two things running and I know I feel a little bit judged no one's judging me this is all in my head that people are like look at her she hasn't even like 
got massive success with Panthaya and she's doing something else. Like, what's she up to? And, you know, that's just my own little ego in there saying I shouldn't be doing it. But I know what I'm doing. So, yeah, I'm confident in my skills as a business owner. I'm confident to know what how to build up a brand now, even better than I did the first time around Planfire. Um, so yeah, I'm confident in that. But in my head, I'm like, are people saying this? Are people like, what's she doing? Well, yeah, I, I get that. Like, I completely understand where you're coming from. But I think, like, who who depicts what success is? Like, who decides? Because what is it? Like, it's different to everybody. Um, I mean, and that's why it goes back to you. Why? Like, and Stacey like if you consider your why as like you want to be flexible you want to be able to travel obviously when when COVID isn't here uh, you want to spend time with your family if that is your definition of success like you've made it you know hey. so, and, like, Gabby I love you for saying that because it's like I literally have I've done exactly what I said I was going to do I said I was going to have a job that was flexible that I was passionate about and that you know I would still have time to spend with Carter no one dictates my time with my son no, no one like at Christmas if I was in a retail job for instance they can be like no you're gonna have to work in between Christmas but I didn't have to work because I chose not to so yeah you're right and I was only talking about this this morning with someone um on Clubhouse there's a lot of groups that are like come and we'll tell you how to like make an eight-figure business and it makes me feel uncomfortable because Yes, eight figures would be lovely. Like, I'm not saying, no, I don't want to make that money. I'm not like anti, you know, <laughs> making a lot of cash. Of course I want money because money enables you to do the things that you want. However, that's not the be all and end all to me. I'm not willing to work every single hour of the day and give all my time and energy to get to that point because that's not my why. So yeah, success for everyone doesn't mean that you're going to hit a figure and be like, yeah, this is my success. If that's your success, that's great. But my, that's just not my success. I want to be comfortable and they need to pay me bills and we want to be able to travel. So we do need money, but that's not the be all and end all for me. And it's not a yeah. marketing either. I'm not here on my little thing like, oh yes, I don't need money. We can like survive and grow plants and whatever that that's not it I do want cash believe me but the flexibility is is just as important to me and the time is just as important to the money they've got to be a balance for me otherwise it's just not worth it yeah definitely because I mean as a business grows like you know and as that money does increase the responsibility increases the stress increases like you know we know all that and and I think yeah like different everyone's um idea of what success is is complex completely different and you just got to always remember that um because if you don't and if you're fighting you know if you're going for this figure that you think means that you're successful because other people have said it is then you're just gonna end up going crazy let down yeah it's not gonna be and we all get sucked into it like I think we, we all start going like I said are people thinking this or should I be doing that or do they think I'm unsuccessful because I'm not doing this but really it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks if you're successful or not if you are achieving like you said your why and your goals then you are 100% successful whatever Absolutely, yeah I mean I was speaking to my therapist about this because I am like three weeks off turning 30 and um I mean I'm, I'm look, really looking forward to being 30 if I'm honest because I feel like I don't know, it's not like a big deal but at the same time I was like I'm not quite where I thought I was going to be she's like well where did you think you were going to be and I, di- I don't actually know like where I thought I was going to be but it just doesn't feel like a 30 year old's life 
yeah like you thought it would yeah. <laughs> you feel like you think it would but then you know who says where you have to be at 30 and 30 is not even old like it's oh. young still and you know and I think it's the same when you talking about your business like who says what you have to do like you are the boss you are in charge you do whatever you want to do and you create you know the business that you want to create so yeah and you know what when I when I when I look what I wanted to do when I was 30 god I'm glad I'm not (laughs) oh I I thought I'd have like a husband three kids bought a house um I thought I'd be working as a lawyer like no that is not like that's not my life is way better but in my head that was it like that you would have this job that you were going to be in forever uh you would have a husband you'd be married you have so many kids and that's not what my life is but I'm so glad it's not because that that's just not what I want anymore because I had those ideals when I was 13 and and 14 and you know 13 and 14 and me had zero clue about life and she thought that was wonderful and you know that, that's not I thought I was wanted to work in an office my whole life and I couldn't think of anything worse Do you know what oh I mean? yeah your life is so much better than that yeah so that's what I mean like and I genuinely mean that I'm genuinely like god I'm glad I didn't turn out the way I wanted to <laughs> <laughs> oh god awesome so um I can't even remember what we've said for in six weeks I will have we finished that point <laughs> yeah sorry <laughs> I always end up going off on a tangent you know well yeah. it's my fault that yeah um, but yeah so in six weeks I'm going to be all ready with my new plan finished all my launching and done my automations there we go awesome fab so let's move on to the quick fire round round that is definitely not quick um what has your number one resource been this last so I've got two sorry but I've got a personal one and I've got a business one so my personal one is I've been reading a book that we've actually just launched on the website called um find your book yeah I'm trying to censor that my little boy can censor himself it's so weird but anyway I can't do it um and it's it's just really good and it's it's about what we've just been talking about really it's about like stopping to censoring yourself and being the person you actually genuinely want to be not what you should be or you feel you should be doing or you know taking on board everyone else's opinions it's about just like being unapologetic unapologetically yourself and 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 having a, a destination and a journey that you really really want and not what you feel you should so not going well actually I just want a job that like you know for instance going to work my friends she always says I don't want to run a business but I feel like I'm always being told I should want to run a business like I should be wanting to go out with I like going to work and I like working for someone else I don't ever want a business she went but whenever I go to like um, these online courses or workshops it's always based around like get starting a business and everyone should be wanting to start a business and do their own thing and she doesn't want to and she always makes her feel a little uncomfortable and that's generally what it's about is about going no that's not for me just because everyone else keeps saying it and it's got loads of great activities in so I've been really loving that um just on a personal level and then on a professional I'm really loving um clubhouse so I love to just like listen in on these conversations and sometimes I don't even participate, but I get so, I've got like a notepad that I'm just writing because so many like these people I would never speak to in a million years, not just because I don't know them and they're like so far far fetched from my own little circle of reality. So getting all this like wisdom from people who are doing amazing things and not or just doing average things, you know, just like 
but doing it really really well um yeah i'm really enjoying that and i'm going to be hosting some um groups over on there and um, some rooms sorry and getting other people involved in in talking about different aspects of wellness and and you know things like that i think these are great space for that at the minute it's very business orientated so i feel like it needs to balance itself out a little bit more as well uh, it may just be the people i'm following but yeah i'm really enjoying that and i think um, anyone who's looking to go on it and feels a bit intimidated like you're virtually invisible if you go in a big room no one knows you're even there so you can leave if you're if you don't enjoy it or you can you know stay and say nothing and you can have the confidence sometimes to just like get up and and speak to all these people because no one can see that you're in your pajamas in bed having a cup of tea so it doesn't matter so it yeah. took me a while to figure it out I was like if I go in a I was texting <laughs> Hannah like if I go in a room can they hear me <laughs> But no. oh my god I was so for the first few days I was like whispering and I was like I just kept getting so paranoid that they could hear what I was saying but you literally can't when you go in a room but yeah I think that initial sort of figuring everything out but these loads of great rooms are, that are like um for new people on clubhouse as well so they'll give you like loads of tips so I'd suggest getting in a few of them rooms and just finding out what goes on what everything means on there um and stuff like that but I only went on like a, a, a second room and I was just being nosy and it was a really small room. And then the guy was just like, come talk to us, Stacey. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not ready for this. But he just kind of bullied me into it. And you know, since then, and then for about four days, I was just like putting my hands up everywhere. Like, yeah, I want to come and talk. I just want to talk to everyone now. So I'm really glad someone pushed me to do that. Um, yeah. I've not really used it while I've been sick, but I'm, I'm excited to get back on and, and just like delve in. It's, it's really, really interesting. So yeah, I've been loving that. Yeah, I think I'm going to give it a bit of a go today because I've, I've had it for a while, but I feel like with homeschooling, like I've just not had a chance to sit and listen to something. Um, so, but I've got some time today by myself. So You'll Treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, where can we find you on Clubhouse, Stacey? What's your, what's your handle? I'm going, to, I'm going to pop it up now. So it's Stacey, S-T-A-C-E-Y, and then Pritch, which is P-R-I-T-C-H. Make sure your username is just your name because I didn't really get it at first. And then once you've made it, it's just like, there you go, that's you for life now. And I was like, oh, I probably could should have just put my full name. It won't let me. I can't figure out how to do it. Maybe I'll have to try. So yeah, it's Stacey Pritch. I don't know why I, I opted for that, but it did. Um, and yeah, I'm going to be hosting some cool stuff over there. Hopefully I've got a few people who, who want to join up and, and host some rooms on different aspects of wellness. So that should be fun. Fabulous. Um, what's your current self-care routine? Being kind. Like this week, I, I, as you know, I, I did the accountability call on Monday and I was back to work, but basically I wasn't well enough to be back at work on Monday. It was still, COVID is a funny one. Like even though you feel so much better than you did, doing the smallest of things really knocks you back. So by midday, every day, I was just completely exhausted. I was boiling hot. I was having a fever again and it just wasn't, good for me but in my head I'd got myself so wound up about being behind I, I don't know behind what or behind who in anything do you know what I mean no one was judging so I just like had a little chat with myself and I was like it's okay if you're not well do not work and I have this week if I've had a bit of energy I've done a bit of work if I haven't I haven't done it and that I think that's been a bit of an eye-opener for me this week that again nothing major has happened everything's still gone out as it should I just didn't push myself too hard. I had a list of stuff I wanted to get done. I haven't got it all done and I'll do it next week when I'm feeling better. But yeah, I think sometimes you just have to go, okay, I'm not good enough. I'm not in a well enough or in a good enough headspace to perform this, these tasks that I'm going to do. So right now I'm just going to stop and just 
having a nap when I needed to have a nap and binging on crappy TV when I needed to. And yeah, just just not being so hard on myself. Yeah. And I think that's so important because I think if you are hard on yourself when you, you know, are not performing at your best, it can kind of put you off like doing little bits of work. And that's something that I've kind of figured out in lockdown three is to be easier on myself. Like in lockdown one, you know, I really struggled. Um, I was pushing myself too much in, in certain ways, but then in other ways I was probably not doing enough. But because I was so hard on myself, I'd just write off like a full week because my Monday started off bad. And I'd be like, no, right, not in the mood this week. I'm not going to do anything. Um, whereas this this time round, I've kind of learned that, you know, if I'm not feeling great, there's no point in pushing myself, you know. Um, but that doesn't mean that the afternoon has to be bad. Okay. And it, it's just about like chunking your time into smaller bits and not thinking of it as like a full day or a full week. Just think like, like, yeah, like I have to do all work all day or none at all, or I've, I've ruined the whole day. And yeah, like this morning I got up and <clears throat> my little one was awake in the night. So it's uh, my plan in my head was to get some work done before we started this. But I was like, actually, I just need a minute. It's the first day I'm feeling good. So let's not like overdo it. So I just had some breakfast, had a relax. And, and I've come on and done this call. This is my first piece of work of the day. And that's okay. And yesterday I didn't feel good, good enough to do, sorry, not yesterday's before, to do a lot of work. But then by about seven o'clock, I picked up a little bit and I was like, okay, I'll do a little bit of work now. I'll get it done. And it's just like being aware of yourself and going, okay, I don't feel good. Let's just take some time to chill out. And you know, you might only need half an hour and you'll feel a bit better again. You might need a whole day. You might need a whole week for just being mindful of that, I think is something I'm only just learning to to do effectively so to speak yeah yeah definitely I think we put so much on our plates as well um as business owners like we expect so much for ourselves but when I look back to when I was um a manager in in retail like the amount of stuff that I'd actually get done in a day was minimal compared to what I get done now and you know I'd, I'd walk away giving myself a pat on the back like yeah you've done good work today there Gabby but you know, I, I think we're just so hard on ourselves and we, we give ourselves so much to do and like such high expectations. Yeah, I put like so much stuff on my list like yesterday and I, I felt okay yesterday, so I worked quite a lot, but I still didn't get it all done. And I was like, if I've looked at that now, realistically, was I really going to have the headspace to do a PR plan for the whole year, plus write a blog post, plus write product descriptions for five products and get the whole website ready for a launch and do socials. No, you wasn't. That was never going to happen. Like that was way too much work in one day. And normally I beat myself up about those things, forget what I'd done and beat myself up over the other things. But all day I was just like, I've done amazing. I've done so much stuff today. Okay. I didn't get what I wanted done, but what I wanted to get done was totally unrealistic. Like, yeah, I started to do this thing when I was sick. I kept going, when I'm better, I'm just going to have to work twice as much. So I can't work three and a half hours. I've got to work seven hours. And I was like, why? Why? Is someone paid me for these hours and I've got to make them up? No. When I go back to work, I'll work what I can and I'll slowly do those jobs that I need doing. You know, no, that's that's the, the pleasure of being your own boss, you know. But sometimes I think we, if we had a boss like us, we wouldn't like us very much. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He's like sorry you were sick last week but this week you're going to do 16 hours every day because you know you were off like that'd be the worst boss ever but I, f I find it totally acceptable to be saying it to myself 
yeah I wouldn't do it to other people either like if I had someone working for me I'd be like no do not be ridiculous like time off relax but for me it's a different story it's like how dare you be sick and you know take time off and don't get that PR plan done but we're all learning um, one thing that I keep kind of it's kind of like my mantra for this year is to trust myself because I feel like you know when all of this started and in lockdown one I kind of I just I didn't trust myself that I would get the stuff done that I needed to do and because of that I just that it just kind of went to shit really and I didn't I mean I feel like I did let myself down in lockdown one because I kind of let everything take over me in a way that I shouldn't have done but the lessons that I've learned from that and been able to implement into now and the main thing just being trust myself and trust that I will get it done because why would I not and um, just kind of makes me feel so much calmer and just yeah like it'll get done it's fine you know if I if I want to sit and play the switch this afternoon with Frankie then I will and I will get done what needs to get done at another time you know and do you know the funny thing is when you actually sit down to that piece of work you can guarantee you're going to be a lot more clear-minded and you're going to do it a lot better because it's not forced and you're not like I have to get this done and I have to do it right at this minute in time yeah. like you said that's the nice bit about it is to go in the middle of the afternoon come on let's watch a movie and, and I can because I'm the boss and I will still do my work but I'll do it tonight when he's gone to bed and that that is the nice thing I'm not working a nine till five and I shouldn't still have that nine to five mindset anymore but it's yeah. really hard to stop isn't it oh, it is yeah definitely so what's the biggest challenge that you're facing at the moment um I wouldn't say we've got a biggest challenge outside of the stuff that cannot be named I think we're doing we're doing okay it's just getting back into the swing of things now and I feel like I don't know it's a very strange feeling that I never thought I'd really have where I'm like okay I know what I'm doing I know what I'm doing and everything's got its place the email marketing does this this does this I have I have a system for everything now and it feels really good so yeah I don't think that we've got a big challenge going on at the minute um it'll probably be in the next few months when I'm trying to integrate doing a launch on a new project and making sure that plant fire still runs to the best of it it can and still grows but yeah at the minute I feel like I've just hit that plateau place where I'm like okay I've got this. I know what I'm doing. I know what's going on here. It's only been a few years, but yeah, I feel like I'm, which is probably what's gave me the confidence to start a new project is because I'm like, I know I can do it and I, I know what I'm doing now and I know how to work it all. So yeah, I'm in that really nice place with the business at the minute where everyone's just like, okay, I'd like a bit more free time to go out. I mean, we have free time, but it's free time to sit on the sofa. But yeah, a, a, a restaurant meal would be divine right now. Like, oh my God. A dream of someone bringing me dinner and just putting it in front of me. I'm fed up of like takeouts and having to use my own plate. So yeah, that will be nice. But yeah, business-wise, totally, totally flying, totally like feeling content with how things are at the minute. That's good. Yeah, I love that. I feel like we're very in sync at the moment, Stacey, because that's how I would describe my. Oh, my Yeah, I think we. You just get to that point, don't you? Where everything's just working in flow to each other and you know what you're doing and it does feel really really good I hope we don't jinx it but yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) it's all good awesome thank you so much Stacey oh thank you 
thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Good Business Conversations. I really hope that you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed recording it. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review and share it with your friends as well. It really helps. Thank you so much and we'll see you next time when I am catching up with Roxanne. Bye.